good morning. Welcome to this live June 25th, 2023 edition of Liberation Station Radio Show. Chris Steiner with you. The site is theliberationstation.com, and on the site is the chat room on the listen slash archives page, where I'm joining you in just a moment, and we are streaming live on seven platforms right now facebook at facebook.com slash republic broadcasting facebook.com slash we are change tampa and uh twitter these are uh places you can go and uh, like please like and share if you're on those platforms or if you have the time just go set up an account and and like the pages that i'm the links that i'll give you um and uh i'll post them up in the uh in the chat room as well um the reason i haven't put them on the website all the way is because uh, put them all up there because I'm just trying to finalize this list. Uh, I'm allowed eight platforms, but two of those slots are taken up by the aforementioned Facebook streams. And then I have Twitter, twitter.com slash liberation S T A T N instead of station. That's the best I could do there. And then on Rumble, rumble.com slash liberation station, twitch.tv slash the liberation station. Um, I'm not sure if Twitch or DLive are working, but I'll give these links anyhow. Uh, they seem to be intermittent when I test them. DLive.tv, that's DLive, D as in door, live.tv slash liberation station. Vaughn.live slash liberation station and kick.com slash liberation station set that one up yesterday so i'm not sure if uh, we're gonna stay with kick or vaughn.live or actually dlive.tv or twitch.tv probably twitch will stay with um for sure but dlive vaughn and kick i'm not too sure about uh so if you have any good advice for video streaming platforms uh then i would uh, i'm open to that and uh also need to build up a platform on other networks in order to be able to stream live for free, like TikTok, but uh, not too excited about <laughs> trying to build a thousand followers there. So um, not going to pursue that too too much, I think, uh, in favor of other platforms. And then there's LinkedIn. Uh, so I think that's a hundred subscribers I'm required to get in order to be able to stream live. And your calls are welcome at 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252, and troll-free, 800-313-9443, 800-313-9443. And every Sunday, we are here with you, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. This morning, I hope I am sounding a bit better. I'm a new microphone. Well, it's an old, older microphone I was able to locate, so... I'm not using a lapel mic and not uh, moving it around as much, so uh, I think I'm sounding better with my uh, audio test that I did earlier and this new software that allows me to stream on all these platforms, so excited about uh, getting the audio and the video working right. Now, let's see, where do we start? Uh, I think that uh, Peter, Dr. Peter Hotez, oh, thanks, thanks for the report art in Georgia. He says I'm sounding good. And Facebook Live sounding good too, he says. Thanks. Um, gosh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Dr. Peter Hotez um, has been in the news lately because uh, he's brought up on uh, the Joe Rogan Experience interviewing Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, about three weeks ago, episode 1999. Party like it's 1999. Remember it that way. I posted that up on the Republic Broadcasting Facebook page. If folks want to check that out, um, almost uh, three hours, uh, two and a half hours or so. Excellent. And uh, as expected, it's really brought on a lot of conversation, a lot of debate. <laughs> What's the debate about? Whether there should be a debate between Dr. Which, which doctor, I should say. <laughs> which, which doctor? Which Dr. Fauci, which Dr. Burks, which Dr. Walensky, which Dr. Collins, Francis Collins, which Dr. Now we have Hotez back in the news again. And that's because uh, it was brought up 
on uh, Rogan's show that well, claims that uh, years ago that uh, Hotez said he would not want to, or he would debate, uh, he would debate RFK Jr., but then uh, got back to him and said that, well, NIH is preventing him, National Institutes of Health is preventing him from a debate, from having a debate. So um, I was curious, RFK Jr. mentioned, because uh, Dr. Hotez doesn't work for NIH. And um, I have a video, I don't know if I'll want to play it, but uh, a video from um, from Alex uh, Rosen, who's a, a great uh, pedophile hunter, getting the pedophiles to, he's a freelance pedophile hunter where he gets them to admit what they, their crimes and uh, often teary-eyed, saying, I don't want to go to jail, admitting to what they did and uh, saying they won't do it again just before the police show up. So I think it's important to... Uh, take note of his debate strategies or his uh, encounter strategies because uh, he's really good at disarming people and uh, he got Peter Hotez in an April 23rd, 2023 video he posted on his Twitter site uh, to say that he would consider, Dr. Hotez would consider a debate with RFK Jr. And, um, I don't think it's worth the time um, on the show to, to play that, but uh, again, you can go check it out at Alex Rose's uh, Twitter page, and um, and so uh, I'm seeing the media just come out against RFK Jr. and uh, saying that you know Hotez will just draw attention to this fill in the blank insult. <laughs> you just give credit to this fool or some synonym thereof. So um, <laughs> it's just uh, awesome that that uh, this is really um, a step towards uh, Dr. Hotez being held accountable. Um, so many things that he's uh, flip-flopped on, and uh, I think maybe we should play that video of him, um, his, all his flip-flops uh, later on. But uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, but... Um, Here's uh, here's a tweet, uh, if I can get my screen sharing working, folks, in just a moment, um, saying uh, good, this is from, um, uh, getting back on Twitter here. Um, well, before I, I'll give you the source in just a moment, uh, Dr. I believe. Uh, writes, good morning to everybody but Peter Cortez, who should be held accountable for peddling dangerous lies. Thousands of people most likely died as he trash-talked ivermectin and hyped mRNA gene therapy. Who's the real anti-science aggressor here? And uh, that's from Dr. Simon Goddick. And um, just a moment, I'll be able to get this up on the screen, folks. Uh, Oh, the sound is teetering, I'm told. Let me let me try to make sure that uh, everything's stable here. Um, and, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to spend the time though to put everything up on the screen at the moment. Uh, if the audio is teetering, um, give it a chance to to go catch up here. Okay, then. Uh, then we'll get to um, more on ivermectin, but uh, Dr. Pierre Corey writes uh, in, on his Twitter page, June 23rd, three days or two days ago, he writes, in my book, I have a chapter on the quote-unquote horse dewormer PR campaign. That's the chapter, name of the chapter, horse dewormer PR campaign by the FDA and CDC and media. Launched in late August 2021, it ran for four weeks, set in stone thereafter. And he tags Joe Rogan. Uh, Joe Rogan got COVID right in the middle of that campaign. Bad timing. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. And we'll get into more about uh, ivermectin here. Um, in just a moment, I'm going to have to... Uh, do a little uh, 
remedying of a of an issue and uh, be right uh, right right with you folks okay um uh, let's see here uh and here's a here's a great uh, quote that uh or good uh, great tweet i'll show up on screen you think the progressives would be talking about i guess you'd say uh best we have to a placebo group like the Amish and the Africans and, you know, progressives who like to talk about how you would think uh, this would be good fuel for them to talk about how Africa did during COVID. How affected were they? And um, in just a moment, I'll be sure I can get this up on the screen. It's just uh, I'm not able to located here um, I apologize folks this is uh there we go um, it is at the top of the list as I expected though I was uh, uh, it's interesting how web pages get are named differently from the title of the article sometimes so that confused me um, I learned something new here and being able to screen share so here I have up on screen on the live video feed for folks to follow along. Captain Chaos on Twitter writing, too bad there was not an entire continent where we could see the results of ivermectin use and COVID-19 deaths. And I'll enlarge this graphic. So you can see that ivermectin helped so much. And uh, that's the blue line right here, the tiny little blue line here, ivermectin deaths. And uh, these are the, the, the uh, large <laughs> orange line at the very top that stands out is, no, they did not receive iver- ivermectin. And the gray line that's probably hard for the audience to see um, is, well, the uh, gray areas, I should say, around these lines, they have unknown. So... Um, that's kind of an average, I guess, of uh, the ones who are unknown. And uh, you can, it, it, uh, it really shows clearly, though, this graph showed that Africa did a lot better with ivermectin and not following along with uh, taking the COVID shot in addition to um, in other data. Uh, let's, and next, another little interesting um Another uh, cute uh, development <laughs> from Captain Chaos that I found on Dr. Peter Hotez's Twitter page this morning, a couple hours ago, where where he retweeted Captain Chaos because uh, Dr. Hotez is now a new follower of her. It's uh, what's the get up on screen? I mean, it's just I point this out just to show. Um, sometimes how the how the uh, debate goes on and uh, they take jabs at each other and the ones who make the most pain remarks are the ones who lose. So, okay, Captain Cliff says, and this is what Peter Hotez on his Twitter page retweeted, important dates in Twitter history. Best day, February 20th, 2022. Peter Hotez follows me. Worst day, October 27th, 2022, Elon Musk buys Twitter. Second worst day, June 24th, 2023, that was just yesterday, Peter Hotez forced to turn off replies. Second best day, also June 24th, 2023, discovered still able to reply to Peter Hotez. (laughs) So Peter Hotez turned off replies for anyone on Twitter who is not tagged in the post, or Peter Hotez does not follow. Other than that, uh, folks, other than that, the general public isn't able to reply to the witch doctor. He's not very open to debate uh, from anybody. (laughs) I just uh, thought that was a an interesting uh, remark, and uh, you know, someone like uh, Captain Cliff, who's 
involved in the debate, um, Twitterverse, that <laughs> I, I see that, uh, you, you know, you, he's a good example of how you poke um, a public figure with a stick and get them to reply and then uh, get them to uh, act a little bit hypocritical, quite hypocritical. <laughs> I've done the same on uh, in other situations. You know, done screenshots of having my posts being deleted no explanation, no warning. Those that uh, comments that I make that are supportive of the argument, but using facts that don't divide. Uh, in this particular case, I'm thinking of that don't divide between um, political persuasions. And so, um, fourth time this happened, I asked this uh, news reporter why, and uh, posted the posted it on my Facebook page so he could not delete it, tagged him. That's when he finally answered, if you keep posting this, I'm going to delete it and I might have to block you. He said, you wrote something to that effect. So I said, well, thanks. I just wanted you to answer me and acknowledge that you do see my post in order to make sure that I can uh, let folks know that you really are indeed a bully. I didn't do anything wrong. I just was posting links data points and uh, <clears throat> and so uh, yeah he, he's he, his argument was uh, in that particular post that uh, this is doctor I'm not doctor this is a reporter uh, if you look on my Facebook page facebook.com slash Chris Steiner number one and uh, check out no search for Noah Pransky he is a formerly a TV reporter, Channel 10 here, TV here in the Tampa Bay area, and he's moved up to New York now. And his uh, basic um, post that I'm talking about was, uh, he said that people who are partisan will follow whatever uh, supports their beliefs, and that's why people are divided. So um, I posted some things on Trump, say, well, maybe we could, we could unite people on issues, various issues that progressives have been known to support. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, that's just, uh, just little data points. Covered them here on the show before, but, um, that just shows that he wasn't really there to unite people. And, uh, so that's, uh, that's really what's going on here with Peter Hotez <laughs> blocking people and uh, then responding to to Captain Cliff, who is on Twitter at Proper Lookout. If you want to check him out, stop sharing the screen now. Yeah. Now, um, gosh, let's see where where do we go next? Uh, I want to mention that uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. Wish I really, really wish I had the time to play this clip of uh, him on uh, June fifth. Um, testifying in front of the Pennsylvania Senate. Just a screen share up on screen what that looked like. And um, it's up on his uh, substack if folks want to check it out. Peter McCullough, MD.substack. Doug Mastrano, Representative Mike Jones and Senator Chris Dush. And we'll be back with much more news on Liberation Station Radio Show. Stay tuned.
Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. show Chris Steiner with you and we're talking about well Peter Hotez and Ivermectin specifically which he denied as being an effective treatment for COVID and uh, what the data has shown and um, and let's go next to um, I'm having a hard time switching between computers because I don't have a lapel mic anymore folks so um, Yes, uh, this clip is uh, that they knew a short little. I'm just going to play a few short clips, and on screen is the data uh, showing some of the studies that uh, some of the research on how it was known ivermectin was an effective treatment back in 2015. So uh, let me uh, share that screen, and uh, if there are any audio issues playing 
clips since I'm doing it from my end. Uh, please uh, don't hesitate to let me know, audience, there in the chat room and Sam in the control room. important thing to realize is that North American science spent 15 years figuring out what to do with the next COVID. It was back 2002-2003, the original SARS-CoV-1 occurred, and so all sorts of experiments went on to determine what would be a useful response were something similar to occur. And the research was done. It was research was all done by 2015-2016. And DARPA, D-A-R-P-A, the American research arm of the U.S. military. It specifically knew and specifically recommended and passed that ivermectin in particular was the absolute of a coronavirus pandemic. It was fully known that ivermectin and certainly hydroxychloroquine as well were highly antiviral and immune modulatory. And those two things were the key, to modulate the immune response, plus to be antiviral as well. Those elements were both totally proven in vitro and in vivo with animals, so that it was known, and of course we knew it was completely safe for humans, because these medications have been used for 35 to 40 years in humans. And so that's what was sitting there, ready to be used at the next pandemic. Sorry there, folks. Was uh, have to remember to unmute myself when I come back from the clips as well as when I go to the clips. Uh, so uh, that was just a, a little history, but uh, here's some more history. Just a minute, 42-second clip that'll cover the history of uh, how ivermectin was discovered and won a Nobel Prize. Right back with that clip, <laughs> and uh, a couple more short clips on ivermectin when we get back. Stay tuned. Because the FDA said it's safe for me. The drug companies claim that it's made for me. And the government, they're gonna pay for me. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
owner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Welcome to the revolution All the walls are breaking down It's time you had a taste of losing Time the tables turn around I see a glimpse of the recognition But it's too little, it's too late And what you thought was your best decision back on Liberation Station radio show. Chris Steiner back with you, and we are talking about ivermectin on uh, the history of ivermectin and uh, how it has been well, so well known, and uh, you can't claim if you're an expert that you didn't know. If you do, then you're either you're negligent, and if you did know, then you're complicit, uh, you're committing malfeasance. So, uh, here's a minute, 42 second clip on uh, how uh, ivermectin was so well known and uh, won the accolade of Nobel Prize in 2015. Ivermectin was discovered in Tokyo by two scientists, Satoshi Omura and William C. Campbell. Dr. Omura was a golfer, and on one of his golf trips, he picked up a sample of soil around here, like any scientist would on the east coast of the Izu Peninsula. And in this sample of soil was this bacteria. When they took it to the lab, they found it was able to kill roundworms in mice. So they isolated the bacteria's active compounds, slightly changed its structure, and called this new compound ivermectin. This new drug was a big deal, and both Drs. Omura and Dr. Campbell won a Nobel Prize for discovering it. What was so special about ivermectin? Well, scientists are still puzzled by how exactly it works, but it seems to penetrate the nervous system of parasites. It disables their neurons, and that would basically make a parasite dysfunction until it dies. So in 1988, this drug was used widely in Africa to treat river blindness. This is a very unpleasant disease caused by a worm. Back in those days, the World Health Organization had reported that because of River blindness, some 270,000 people had lost their eyesight. But thanks to ivermectin, this disease is now on the brink of elimination. 
In fact, ivermectin was so great at killing off parasites, it was recognized as being second to penicillin in terms of having the greatest impact on human health. And over the past 30 years, some 3.7 billion doses of ivermectin were taken by humans. All right, and, uh, and now we have just a 45-second clip of Joe Rogan interviewing RFK Jr. So uh, let's see if, if history has supported what RFK Jr. said. Far more often on human beings. It's been prescribed for billions. And the fact and that. Won, and won the Nobel Prize for efficacy in humans. Yeah, in humans. Yeah. It was wild. They had to discredit ivermectin because there's a federal law, the federal law, the emergency use authorization statute says that you cannot issue an emergency use authorization to a vaccine if there is an existing medication that has been approved for any purpose that is demonstrated effective against the target illness. So they had to destroy ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and discredit it, and they had to tell everybody it's not effective because if they had acknowledged that it's effective in anybody, the whole $200 billion vaccine enterprise would have collapsed. Far more... And maybe that makes RFK Jr. a bit uh, dangerous as well, <laughs> offering treatments that uh, that countervail the emergency use authorization. And and uh, okay, looks like my audio is still good. Uh, all right, and next, uh, let's see. Um, uh, oh, yeah, uh, we have the great website, IVMmeta.com, that uh, that covers a lot of the, the data on uh, ivermectin. Um, and uh, that was referred to in, in uh, the first video there. Um, so uh, we always knew about ivermectin, and finally it seems like the progressives are some of the, actually only a few, some of them are, catching on and admitting that ivermectin is helpful. Uh, so, uh, you know, some of them will say only preventatively or not preventatively. Um, I'm not sure why they come up with this stuff. But uh, um, but uh, I'm glad that uh, at least uh, this is all an intellectual debate. Dr. Hotez, RFK Jr., and ivermectin, among other things. But, uh, you know, I, since uh, Dr. Hotez and is have has a history of bad mouthing ivermectin, as we covered. Then, then that's uh, going to really support uh, RFK Jr. in his candidacy. The more Hotez cries that he doesn't uh, want to debate him. And um, here's another interesting article: um, Why the RFK Jr. Rogan Musk outrage machine doesn't bother big pharma. <laughs> and so they they put out a an article here that says that uh, they're not concerned uh, with um, if you go over to Pete, Peter Hotez's uh, Twitter page, you can find this by uh, the author. Uh, this article just posted today and linked over Peter Hotez's uh, Twitter page today uh, by the author Dean Baker. Um, this article posted at Center for Pandemic and Policy Research, CEPR.net. And um, let's see if uh, I'll just share this up on the screen, go through that just briefly, because it's it's uh, rather hysterical why he says the RFK Jr. Rogan Musk outrage machine doesn't bother Big Pharma. And... Um, he starts out, it's been hard to miss the screaming on the internet because Dr. Peter Hotez has refused to debate RFK Jr. over vaccine safety. I think Farad Manju did a good job laying out the case against Dr. Hotez debating Kennedy in a column last week. And he links to that article over 
at the New York Times. But I think there is a more fundamental question worth asking. What exactly is the point of the outrage that these people and their internet swarm are swirling up? We know the rhetoric. They want to beat up the big pharma shills. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we want to beat them up. All right. It's it's, uh, often the story of... um, I'm going to, I'm interjecting here my thoughts. It's, it's often the story where uh, abusive parents well, want to keep the pecking order in place. So they allow one of the older um, siblings to beat up, to continue to beat up, to continue to abuse the younger ones. And if the younger ones fight back, well, then the abusive parents start to believe the older sibling, the older siblings who are the abusers. <laughs> and, uh, that's their attitude the attitude of a bully often is how dare you fight back why don't you just give up <laughs> so uh, it's at least fortunate for us who um, are sincere to recognize how sincere how deadly sincere the enemies are our fascist pharma um, uh, filthy fascist pharma is in uh, genocidal they are in the history of enslaving people to uh, feel as if they're dependent for their mood or for their health on a certain thing that only pharma has to offer. So um, I'm going to repeat that, he, uh, resuming the article. We know the rhetoric. They want to beat up the big pharma shills. That all sounds great, except the immediate target of their anger Dr. Hotez is about as far from a big pharma shill as you can get. Dr. Hotez has devoted his career to developing low-cost vaccines that are open source. This means that anyone anywhere in the world can produce them. He has deliberately used simple technology so that it would not be necessary to have expensive manufacturing facilities to produce them. This means that billions of people in poor countries who who would not be able to afford the patent protected vaccines produced by Big Pharma can't afford Dr. Hotez's vaccines. While for the most part, their markets would not overlap, to some extent there will be people who would otherwise get a vaccine from Big Pharma, but instead get the cheaper vaccine developed by Dr. Hotez and his colleagues. So, you know, this turns into, as I'm reading here as fast as I can, just a a PR piece for Dr. Hotez. (laughs) So um, I'm going to stop there. It goes on just like that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just scanning through the article for those who can see on the video stream. Um, Let's see. So uh, he writes regarding, uh, I mean, he makes just a few references to the Rogan Kennedy interview. He writes in this paragraph, this can still be the case. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, saying that uh, in the previous article that uh, uh, people with cancer, multiple sclerosis, and a wide variety of other diseases often find themselves having to struggle to get tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars for the drugs they need to sustain their health. This can still be the case even when they have good insurance. Insurers aren't happy to pay huge prices for drugs and make patients jump through all sorts of hoops to get expensive drugs covered. And even when insurers insurers do pay for the drug, patients may still face copays that a huge burden for anyone who is not a Kennedy, a Rogan, or a Musk. Okay, so he's trying to portray them as the elitists. <laughs> I mean, as the, them as the rich guys. And... Um, So, uh, yeah, I, I encourage folks to call into talk shows and point out this is, uh, <clears throat> these are the issues that RFK Jr. is talking about and go into them. You know, he's running for president. Uh, that's relevant. And uh, this is what Dr. Hotez has said. This is why he won't debate him. This is why uh, certain other people won't debate him. That was uh, covered on the last edition of the High Wire with Del Victory. The beginning is a very good uh, segment. Probably won't have the time to play that. Um, I'm tempted to do so many good clips I'd like to play, but uh, folks, want to check it out. That was the June 22nd edition of the Highware. 
with Del Big Tree, titled uh, Burden of Truth, episode 325. And let's see, what else might we have to say on this, uh, on this debate here? Um, all right, let's, let's move on here to what uh, uh, David on, on the uh, chat room article on our page, the plan who World Health Organization plans for 10 years of pandemics from 2020 to 2030. This is a good article. Um, figure this out. Uh, share the article up on screen. Um, posted uh, 16th. Here we go. There we go. And, um, my computer had paused for a moment there, and it concerned me. So this is uh, this starts out with um, the plan, the documentary. And, uh, show this up on screen. It's a thirty-one documentary. So that looks interesting. Thanks, Dave. New documentary. There's so many new documentaries that you're about. And, uh, close that. So want to check on that link. It's up in the chat room on the list slash archives page at thelibertationstation.com. I'm okay. Is is my audio okay now? I'm told that uh, my audio is inaudible. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead now and assume that we're working okay. All right. And, uh, next, um, speaking of the high wire with Del Big Tree, uh, let's play just a little bit of uh, the Jackson report. He gets into, uh, well, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for one thing, talks about uh, testimony for uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, which Dr. Polensky, the outgoing CDC director, and uh, gives us some background on who is the new. CDC director who's incoming, and uh, quite a bit of other information. So, give me just one second, and we shall play that clip. Well, we know now that the FDA has denied a citizen's petition to update the COVID label with evidence of the adverse reactions that there is a basis, a scientific basis to to really put on there. So this idea, like like Kennedy was saying, and like you were saying, of this see no evil, hear no evil posture by the U.S. health health agencies, it has carried over into big tech's censorship algorithms, mm. into kind of this like 21st century digital algorithmic censorship complex that we're living in. Yeah. And recently, Mark Zuckerberg, he's the, the leader of Meta, was once Facebook. He had a candid moment on an interview recently where he talked about, you know, he was the hammer of censorship, his, his organization uh, with Instagram as well. And he had his candid moment where he's starting to talk about, well, maybe we did the wrong thing. Take a listen. All right. I do think that you get to a set of harms where there is more social debate around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so misinformation, I think, is um, has been a really tricky one because there are things that are kind of obviously false, right, that are maybe factual, um, but may not be harmful. Um, so it's like, all right, are you going to censor someone for just being wrong? It's, you know, if, if there's no kind of harm implication of what they're doing, I think that that's, there's, there's a bunch of real kind of issues and challenges there. But then I think that there are other places where it is, um, just take some of the stuff around COVID earlier on in the pandemic, where um, there were you know, real health implications, but there hadn't been time to fully vet a bunch of the scientific assumptions. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of the kind of establishment on that, um, you know, kind of waffled on a bunch of facts and, you know, asked for a bunch of things to be censored that in retrospect ended up being, you know, more debatable or, or true 
And that stuff is really tough, right? It really undermines trust. So, yeah, there he says, waffled on facts. And, he, you know, he was kind of waffling as well, saying like, well, we kind of just censored it and maybe it turned out to be true. And the, well, they were censoring people's actual stories about adverse reactions after a vaccine. They were talking about, you know, the harms of lockdowns, masking. Remember, uh, we, we couldn't even ask about the origins of the virus if it came from a lab or if it was natural. If you if you ended up on one side of that equation, you were censored from yeah, the very we lost, beginning. Look, we lost our Facebook channel. That happened. And it's incredible to hear him say, you know, erring on the side of caution, we went with a shoot first, destroy the cost for, you know, the First Amendment of the United States of America, and then ask questions later. And as it turns out, we made some mistakes. Sorry about that. Sorry about the destruction of your civil rights here in America. And one of the leading healthcare professionals leading that charge was outgoing director now of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky. She appeared and testified before the select committee on the coronavirus pandemic recently, where she was questioned by Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Take a look how that went. All right. We heard you say today that the COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. But what I'd like to talk to you today about is the 1.5 million VAERS reports that also reported 35,000 deaths uh, associated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And this has been what many Americans feel like a largely ignored issue. They feel like the CDC has completely ignored the reports. They feel like you as the CDC director have completely ignored their reports. And I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Um, In 2020, it was late 2020 when Pfizer's uh, COVID-19 vaccine was approved. And there were COVID-19 vaccines were the second highest reported. That was over 10,000. But in 2021, when vaccines were mandated, it was a federal mandate in September 9th of 2021. Federal employees and contractors were required. 90% of the 3.5 million uh, people employed or contracted under the federal government got at least one dose of the vaccine. Vaccine cards were widely required in Democrat-run cities all over the country, basically to become a member of society. And in 2021, COVID-19 reports skyrocketed to number one at 728,829 reports. Second was the Zoster shingles vaccine at just over 14,000. That's a massive number. I will do want to talk a minute about the vaccine adverse um, reporting, vaccine adverse event reporting system. So that system is intended for any person who has gotten a vaccine. If they have an untoward event after that vaccine, whether or not it is related to the vaccine, they report. It is intended to have an over-reporting. All of the vac- not all, most of the vaccines that were being given, remember we, we gave 676 million doses of that, the vaccine. Any adverse event, if you got hit by a truck after you got your vaccine, that was reported to the vaccine adverse event reporting system. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible to watch this statement about car accidents. They bring this up. And I'd like to know what percentage actually somehow blamed a car accident. We've done a lot of investigations. It's really hard to fill out a VAERS report. Most doctors, when they're asked, can't take the time. The screen closes out on you. You have to start all over. But mostly what Robert Kennedy Jr. said is true. Why, after 40 years, is this the only real capture system we have, especially when you release an experimental product, knowing we're going to need a robust system if we're going to catch any problems with the vaccine. So it's absolutely deplorable that you say, well, you can't even trust it. We'll build a better one then. And I also want to put this out there for anyone's like, yeah, it's ridiculous car accidents. Okay. What was one of the big problems they have with the vaccine? Why did they start making people getting the COVID vaccine stay in the office for 45 minutes? Because they were passing out cold. What happens if you're leaving your doctor's office and you pass out cold while driving? Just going to put it out there so that you don't think it's just absolutely preposterous that someone put a car accident here i'm not sure i'm not sure how many there are but i'm just saying there are reasons why a car accident could be in there syncope being when you pass out which is a side effect that could actually you know cause some problems if it happened while you're driving and this very system has been a massive point of contention because like you said it's the only system but also its ability to report so this is a very rare moment because we never get a a person at the cdc talking about this system let alone a director so uh, Wilinski says it's intended to have over-reporting, so have no fear. So let's let's really just fact-check that claim really quick. So in 2000, there was a report by the Committee of Government Reform, 
And this looked at the a vaccine injury compensation program, which VAERS is under, and it was it's called Addressing the Needs and Improving Practices. And it says this in that report. While the vaccine adverse events reporting system, VAERS, may be lauded as, quote, front line, the front line of, safe, of vaccine safety, the lack of enforcement provisions and effective monitoring of reporting practices preclude accurate assessments of the extent to which adverse events are actually reported. Former FDA Commissioner David A. Kessler has estimated that VAERS reports currently represent only a fra fraction of the serious adverse events. And then we go on to what Kennedy was saying, the Harvard Pilgrim study right. that ended in 2009. And that's where CDC gave almost a million dollars to this large healthcare network and said, automate it, take the human factor out of it and automate it for 30 days. Tell me what you find. 715,000 people in this, in this uh, study, I guess you want to call it. And this is what they found. They write this, quote, adverse events from drugs and vaccines are common but underreported. Fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported. And so people can say, well, that was decades ago. The system's improved. We, we really had it online for COVID. Not so fast. What was one of the first, besides uh, this, the fainting and anaphylactic shocks of the COVID vaccine, yeah. one of the first major issues to pop up was myocarditis from mRNA vaccines in young boys. And so what did they find? The Journal of the American Medical Association looked at that from the and we will pause it right there. Back up just a few seconds and resume here. Liberation Station Radio Show playing the last edition of The High Wire with Dell Bigtree and Jeffrey Jackson in his usual appearance. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be back for the second and final hour Liberation Station Radio Show. I'm Chris Steiner. Stay tuned after these short messages. wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift what in the world is an ease-off drop and lift our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease-off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay i'm convinced where can i get my ease off go to easeoff.com that's e-a-z-e-o-f-f.com and hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time easeoff.com we make pigs fly cows too ease off llc 417-932-6419 you're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. <laughs> 